on the phone is Jane Brady and WDEL News. Uh, imagine you probably caught this. Let me get to Jane right there. She's uh, a former judge, uh, state attorney general, and chair of the Republican Party here. And the news is uh, that uh, on, on WDEL that uh, the Republicans, the uh, what two or three that exist here, Jane, I think, uh, were actually successful <laughs> in stopping a, a change to our, our state constitution. Uh, Jane, thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. Okay, so first of all, What's the fight? Well, the constitutional amendment that's been proposed actually takes all of the protections in the Constitution that we have now for the integrity of elections and puts it at the hands and in the whim of the General Assembly. Uh, Two important points, um, I think. First, one of the reasons that people's confidence in the election results were undermined last year was that the rules were changed rather quickly and right before the election. And this, uh, it, it caused people to be concerned. The constitutional amendment that's been proposed puts all the rules about voting in the hands of the General Assembly, who can change the rules each year, depending on their whim or who holds the majority. And I think people need a foundational security that the rules will be stable and they know what the rules are. That helps ensure confidence. The second point is, that this amendment has been called an absentee voting amendment or a no excuse absentee voting amendment, but it could easily be called um, mail a ballot to everyone who's registered to vote amendment because the protections that are in the constitution regarding absentee or uh, in-person voting would be then in the hands of the general assembly and they could do whatever they want. And as we know from last year, there were a lot of inaccuracies and a lot of mistakes that were made that affected people's confidence. So some people got eight and 10 applications for a ballot to their house who, for people who didn't live there any longer. Um, people that were deceased got opportunities to vote. Um, they, they don't, this bill, this amendment would allow the General Assembly to pass a law that says, we're just gonna mail ballots to everybody. And we know that the, the uh, voter registration rolls are at least 15 to 18% inaccurate. Uh, we've done studies and, and sent away people that didn't vote to find out where they are, and they're all out of state. I mean, there's you know at least 20% of them live somewhere else, and we can establish that. You know, most countries in this world <laughs> actually do ban mail-in ballots. And the reason is because, you know, they have seen uh, massive voting fraud. Now, the way it's being portrayed these days is that, well, you want to restrict the vote um, and, and people who can't vote otherwise won't be able to vote because you're restricting mail-in balloting. Now, this one specifically is the absentee ballots, not necessarily the mail-in ballots in, in total, no, right? No, this amendment doesn't mention absentee at all. Okay, so it's this just— This amendment simply says that they can do—the the time, manner, place, and circumstances of voting are in the hands of the General Assembly. It does not just say— you are allowed to have a no-excuse absentee. That's why I say this bill could be called the mail-a-ballot-to-everybody-on-the-voter-roll bill because that's what it could lead to if the General Assembly chose to do that. Now, it's, being, uh, it's been pushed, though, as being uh, an absentee uh, voting bill. Yep, it has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has, but that's not an accurate portrayal. It is a misleading portrayal. It's not completely accurate because there are no restrictions um, 
the General Assembly will decide what the restrictions are. And now, now let me ask you this, General though. Assembly let... to General Assembly, majority mm-hmm. to majority. Mm-hmm. But you see, it, it would require, what, two-thirds majority vote to do this because it's a constitutional component, right? And that's why they need uh, two Republican votes in the House. They got the votes they need in the Senate. Yeah. The Democrats have the majority sufficient enough to pass it in the Senate, but they need two Republican votes in the House, and I'm very proud of the Republicans in the House for not giving them those votes. I think I know what you're saying. This is probably one of the most important things, pieces of legislation that we can vote on in decades. Why? Um, Because it would change um, the confidence, I think, in the integrity of Delaware elections. We have never really had an issue last year being an exception because of the manner in which the election was conducted and the lack of trust in the people that were conducting it. But um, the uh, we've never had a question about the integrity of voting in Delaware. And if you want to change the Constitution to allow for a no-excuse absentee, because some people enjoyed that convenience, and mm-hmm. it makes voting more accessible to people who don't have to go wait in line or won't be there on the day of the election, that's fine. I don't know many Republicans who oppose a no-excuse absentee, but they want you to have to ask for the ballot each election. Establish mm-hmm. who you are, and vote um, in the time frame permitted. You know we've um, we've seen this I don't ballot. Know many people who are opposed to no excuse absentee. It's just that that's not what this bill does. Uh, Jane, we we've seen you know the ballot harvesting that has come in Patterson, mm-hmm. New Jersey, in in uh, in yes. North Carolina, and in New York mm-hmm. and elsewhere. And you know it's it's not like they're restricting the right to vote. You see, in order to be trustworthy, like you said, you have to trust the process. There have to be rules and there have to be regulations. Otherwise, it is indeed just chaos and it's ballot harvesting in Patterson, New Jersey, where people who never even voted found out later that there were, a vote was cast in their name. And we're talking about, you know, thousands of people in doing this sort yep. of thing. Um, and, and, you mm-hmm. know, for example, I was reading Joe Manchin's piece about the For the People Act and... Uh, you know, it's to extend the voting practices that Republicans have been curtailing and Democrats would describe this as, you know, disenfranchisement and voter suppression. But it really isn't. It's not the way to look at it at all. And as Manchin said, um, you know, it really doesn't have any of the hallmarks of a revolution in voting rights. It doesn't open the vote uh, to new classes of people like the 15th, 19th and 26th Amendments did as well. And I know I'm expanding upon what Manchin wrote, but, right. you know, each party is describing the others in the most hardcore partisan terms. And uh, and quite honestly, um, it does loosen the regulations on this to where it is possible for people to take advantage of that and there, for them to be uh, conducting and ballot harvesting and illegal voting. Years ago, Nancy Pelosi and, and Chuck Schumer, years ago, I mean, we're talking about what, 15 years ago or, or more, they, had, they were asked about this in a different context and said that mail-in voting is the most susceptible to fraud. Now, if they knew that, and they said that years ago, why would they be in favor of that today? And I I think a lot of it has to... Well, if you stay in Congress long enough, you get to say the opposite of what you said before and try and justify it. I mean, that just happens. I mean, you look at the bills they vote for, you know, and in one bill they throw in, you know, death penalty for cop killers, and the other bill they throw in no death penalty for cop killers, and then you say, well, you voted against the death penalty for cop killers. You go, no, I voted for it in this bill, but in this bill there was something else I didn't like, so I couldn't vote for that one. 
Yeah. You know, um, um, and whatever the political people are saying about why Democrat Valerie Longhurst uh, reversed her vote, she was going to vote yes and then voted no. Good for her. Um, so, seriously. I think that's so she can bring it up again. Well, maybe. Um, there's a, yeah, it was, I think. So, okay. that the, so the sponsor can bring the bill back. Um, uh, and uh, so I don't think this is dead. Um, I don't think this is done. Um, and the Republicans uh, have put together initially uh, some thoughts, and I think they're going to have a bill um, that they're proposing mm-hmm. for a constitutional amendment that would allow for um, no no excuse absentee. But that's what it's going to do. It also, by the way, um, provides uh, protections uh, for early voting because. Uh, while we passed an early voting statute, I'm not so sure that passes constitutional muster. Um, and we want to be able to have early voting in Delaware. Then we're going to have to make sure that we protect the authority for it uh, by putting it in the Constitution. Right. We had a lot of things that happened um, last year during the pandemic that uh, hadn't happened before. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of yeah. hyperbole. Uh, for example, uh, Joe Biden and, and Democrats were lying about uh, the changes in the voting laws in Georgia and, and and then you have Republicans who are saying, oh, well, you can't trust the vote at all. I mean, I remember going back to 2005, after the 2004 election, you had 31 Democrats in the House who said, uh, we're voting against the Electoral College because we don't trust the Diebold voting machines. And and they yeah. did, and they voted against. And you know, it, everyone seems to forget that there's nothing new about voting against that. 2017, Joe Biden, uh, as vice president, presided over... Uh, the uh, the uh, what is it? Um, I, I forget what the, what the term is, but oh, the uh, confirming uh, the verification of the electoral the, college. The verification of the electoral college. Exactly, vote, yeah. and he's and he even said, you know, do you have a senator to go with you? No, but gavel next. Do you have a senator to go with you? No, because you have to have a senator as well as a uh, member of the of the House of Representatives, to actually vote on whether or not to accept that. This is nothing really right. new. What's what's new no. is that um, instead of the violence from the liberals on the streets of D.C. in 2017, cops in jail, cars burned, uh, there was violence actually in the Capitol. That's the only thing of all of this stuff that seems to be new. Well, it, it, the, the coverage is uneven. I mean, there's no question that how... Um, one is held accountable differs uh, from uh, based on your political view. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's no question about that. Okay. So, so what you know, you're, what you're saying about Delaware is this is really not an absentee ballot uh, bill at all. It it's, really isn't. It's a it ma- really isn't. It's a mail in portrayed as that to yeah. try and encourage. And there are. I've talked to a number of Democrats who don't want ballots ballots mailed to every registered voter, but this bill would permit it. What we need is, and they're very much in favor of a no-excuse absentee. That's what they're kind of looking for. We can do a much better job crafting a bill that accomplishes what a lot of people want without jeopardizing the integrity of Delaware's election. You're and we right. should do it the right way. And purging or cleaning the voter rolls is something that's actually uh, been held up uh by courts in this country. It's something that needs to be done, must be done. And I'll it give takes you... about four years with um, the Ohio court decision, the U.S. Supreme Court's decision in the Ohio case sets kind of the parameters. And um, we're in the process of putting together a plan to approach the commissioner of elections with about cleaning up the voter rolls with regard to what they must do. And mm-hmm. I want to find out if they've been doing it. I don't think they have been. No, that and makes sense. Can do. We, got to, we have to wrap this up. But uh, to your point, uh, for those of you who have received 
fraudulent letters of unemployment insurance benefits. This is the kind of thing that the Republicans are trying to avoid when it comes to mail-in voting. I got one. A guy used to live in my house in the 1970s, and there was a check as well. That's what the Republicans are trying to avoid happening when it comes to mail-in balloting and voting. I think that's exactly. a fine analogy. Jane Brady, uh, chair of the GOP, thanks for being on. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Take, Take care. care. Good luck.